Hi, I'm Natasha. And I'm Penny. And you're listening to The Wibs, the podcast for women in business. We're here with practical, real advice to help you get ahead at work. Without the BS. We'll be the work wives you've always wanted. Let's go. Welcome back, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. That was a uh, suggested intro from our friend Charlotte. Apparently, we say our names. <laughs> yeah. Charlotte does not want us to introduce ourselves because mm. she does not believe that we are worthy of being. <laughs> <laughs> We're just kidding. We're the whips. We're back this week. And what are we talking about today, Natasha? Well, think you know everything? The power of a good mentor and mentee. Today we're talking about all about coaching, the importance of having a mentor, the importance of being a mentor, and all the juicy bits in between. Mm, so, mentor, let's chat, my fellow coach. <laughs> so, let's just start with the basics. What is coaching and what is mentoring? So, coaching is the process of supporting and guiding someone to achieve their goals and improve their overall performance. So, that is the Googled version, and I did say last time we didn't Google, but I just didn't really know how to explain it in the kiss way. Keep it simple, stupid, essentially. Because coaching can be anything. Like obviously you have basketball coaches, you have sports coaches, you have fitness coaches, you have all different types. And business coaching is no different. It's just helping you support your goals mm -hmm. and work towards them. So that's kind of how I would describe it. But I just wanted to get the Google definition yeah. to make get sure I was right. Get that definition out of the way. <laughs> but I think it's it's also that person that helps keep you accountable. Like like anything, whether it's sport or fitness or, or your business or self-development. And I think that the older I'm getting, the more I'm realizing that as much as it is a great idea to think that your workplace will be the people that will offer you all the coaching or all the mentorship in the world and your manager or your direct report or yeah. your person that you collaborate with each day will be that person. It's not always the case. And sometimes you need that little bit of extra support. And that's why we really wanted to talk about this particular topic today because you can't always get what you need from just the people within your network. Sometimes you need to go a little bit further. Well, the reality is coaching can help you perform faster, better and achieve your goals more eff effectively. So what I mean by that is, okay, so why not pick the brain of someone who's already done it so yeah. you don't have to make the mistakes yourself? This is the kind of thing that you can do on your own. Absolutely. You can achieve anything on your own, but wouldn't you rather do it faster and cheaper and not waste your money because someone's already made the mistakes for you? Yeah, it's it's literally a life hack. Like how do you want to get to where you want to be and you speak to someone that's already done it and, and made mistakes along the way and yeah. now you can learn from that. It's the well, best. There's, and there's different types of coaching as well. Even business coaching, there's like accountability. Sometimes you just need someone to just be like, hey, what were those goals we spoke about? Are you achieving mm -hmm. them? Sometimes you need strategy. Sometimes there's certain parts of the business that you're like, oh, okay, I'm not really that good at it. I'd love to upskill myself on. Coaching can be used in all different ways. And I think it's just about finding out when you're stuck and you're like, oh, what do I need? How am I going to get to the next spot? That's when you find a coach. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I think that it sounds like a, a relatively vague thing at times because you, you would be using it for different things. But there are some very specific benefits to general coaching and mentoring in general so one of them would be obviously that improved performance piece like it will definitely be able to help you overcome your weakness help build up your strengths help you essentially reach your full potential people they'll be able to see things that you can't see so mm -hmm. that's what you said before about the workplace like the workplace is amazing and I, I remember when we worked together we um 
there were things I, I realized my capabilities. Like I was like, oh, I don't know how much further I can mm. upskill Penny myself. Like you had already, you like you were incredible. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm, there's actually anything I can really do here um, outside of our day to day. And obviously we worked really close together, but it did get to a point where I'm like, I have this immense responsibility to help grow this person as a manager. And that's how I feel as, as anyone in a management position should feel is you have you know, that responsibility to grow your team. Mm. And I was really stuck on how to do it. So I spoke to Penny and, and we sat down and we were like, okay, well, how are we going to grow your role? How are we going to mm -hmm. do this? And that's when we reached out to an amazing coach um, named Kat. She's incredible. She runs her own business called Empirical. It's an empirical, it's a marketing agency. Um, she's incredible. And she came on board with us for what, a year, two yeah, years? Yeah, maybe even a little bit more. But I think um, one thing that was really cool about that and one I'm really grateful for is that you were able to identify okay cool like there's something that there's a level of upskilling there that I want to be able to offer this person on my team because you did you were offering it to our team um and I think that something that's really great about that is your own self-awareness but a lot of the times a lot of a lot of managers are just trying to figure it out for themselves a lot of leaders in the yeah. same way and not everyone was and not every leader or every manager I've worked with has been as introspective or as understanding of people as you to be able to see, okay, cool, this person needs this or this person needs that and maybe I can't offer it to them but I know that I can find a person to be able to help get them there quicker. I think that's why I believe in coaching so much and yeah. the, the idea of mentoring because it's the reason I got into it. It's the reason I started my business is because I, I, I know that it works. And we used it when we started Snacks with Bite. That was the first thing that we did. We went out and found a business in the US and they were doing something very similar to us. So we reached out to their, you know, head of VP sales and their marketing teams and anyone that we could get access to at that point. And we just wanted to collate as much information as possible and use them as mentors because they've done it before. They've done it. And I honestly believe that we would not have been able to experience the growth that we did, regardless of a pandemic, regardless of um, anything else that happened, we were able to get access to their all of their templates, like all these awesome things that we would never have had access to. We get, we got it. And that was purely because we reached out and we're like, hey, look, we're looking to start something very similar to you. Never going to go into your area. Like, let's just like settle that straight yeah. away. You know, do all the legalities that you need to do, all of that. But it was kind of like a... We, we need your help. We're willing to pay. Obviously, can you help us? And that that helped us more than I could ever. Like, that was incredible. Yeah, and I think that not all coaching or mentoring has to be paid, but I do find that particularly when it comes to that, that business piece, I, I feel like it is a great thing to be able to pay for it because it just takes all the ick out oh, of it. Like, absolutely. You're not stealing any IP. You're, you're, I'm paying for a service and the service is to go through it and have an example of what it's like to walk in your shoes from a business perspective. Yeah, yeah. So that I can understand and upskill it in, in my own way, in my own lane. Yeah. No, no, no. I agree. I agree. And I think one of the things is when you're looking for that right coach or that right mentor, it's kind of like when we were chatting about it, we're like, okay. Because remember the first thing you said to me was like, okay, well, who do I, like, where do I go? cool coach awesome like what do I do with this information it's one thing that one piece of advice that I got was like look at who you want to be in the next you know look at who you want to be in the next five years doesn't necessarily need to be in the next 20 years you don't need to be going straight for the stars and you know going for you know uh, Elon Musk should that be your path yeah I was gonna say let's call <laughs> Bill Gates we'll chat yeah, let's have a chat no but um you don't have to go that far it's kind of like who do you want to be in the next five years like look look at the next five years and be like okay I really want to start a business. Well, let's look at somebody who started a business and who's been able to scale it and who's 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 got that track record. I think, you know, 
there's a difference between, as I said, coach and accountability partners. I think that there are a lot of coaches that can be incredible accountability partners, absolutely. But one thing when you're looking for a coach, I think it's really important is to see their track record mm-hmm. and just to see what they've done and just see if it aligns with what you want because you can have the best – anyone can sell you into coaching. Like I, I have the biggest rubber arm. If someone tells me I'm going to be- benefit from something, like nine out of ten, I'm like, oh, it's good to go. <laughs> um, but – but your time's also equally important. So I think when you're looking for that right coach, that right mentor, I think it's about, you know, really addressing what where you want to be and if that person is the type of person you want to be. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. And I actually, we have like some real life experience of this. Obviously, for you, you have like a very unique perspective in, in being a coach yourself now and being able to offer those services and, and I guess being able to help people upskill their business with an outperform plug here (laughs) we love it but it is amazing and you're fantastic at it and I really believe that this is a space that you are just going to continue to thrive in because you're made for being able to assist and help people grow I really believe that but I think the other side of, of this is like when, when we have been out, like looking for it as a person that was like the mentee and like looking for that space, I, I literally did exactly that. I found some incredible women in leadership that I'm like, if I could have a career that looked anything remotely like that, I would be, I would be so, so, so happy and beyond. Mm. And you know what? I think the other thing is, and I want to normalize this process when you're looking for a mentor or for a coach, there is going to, there might be a potential element of rejection Oh yeah, and definitely. Then, and there might be a potential element of it not being the right fit for you because I, I was explaining this um, to my husband the other day. I'm like finding the right coach and being a coach or, you know, or the other way around, like where you're looking for that person. It's like finding a, a doctor or a psych or yeah. anyone. It's being able to find that person that works for you and fits with your needs and, and your background, your experience about where you want to be. So the self-vetting and being able to go through and see, okay, this is a person that has a level of experience that I'd like to emulate um, is a great way to start. It doesn't yeah. always mean that it's going to work out straight away. Like I had um, a gorgeous <laughs> cringe thing happen to me where I did hit someone up to be like a, a mentor. Ready. And yep. I, it was it was a no. <laughs> really did they give you a reason well yes they did and they were honestly they were very it was fair very sweet very professional um they were actually just going on mat leave at the time and like you you feel a bit crushed but what i did really appreciate in her feedback was she said to me you know this is when i take on something like that i I take it on 110 percent like it's not something i want to half ass and oh she could take your money and go like that's reality of it she could have just been like yeah cool I'll do it half ass yeah but she's like I, I'm not going to do that to you and, mm-hmm. and this is not my focus right now because I've just had a baby like this Fair. is what I need to be doing but even though there's that level of vulnerability in putting yourself out there when you're asking this because for the most part not all coaches or mentors are I guess like available and free-flowing all the time where you can just no. have immediate access and that's why I think the service that you're doing is fantastic yeah. but I but I've had to learn that as well Pam like yeah. I've had to like I've never been in a professional service before like I've always been in product so for me you know I was selling a product yes I've worked in customer service where I've had to you know speak to customers absolutely so I've been customer facing but I've never been client facing before and what you said really spoke volumes to me I don't I I believe that you need to protect the space and and time and mm-hmm. I think that even with coaching I will only take on people that we both kind of vibe like we both have to vibe each other like I'm you know we everyone's got different personalities and I don't want anyone to change if you are a certain personality don't change who you are mm. as long as you're a good person you're doing everything with you know a good good intentions and I don't really care about everything else like but there are I've learned I've learned 
you know, there's people you vibe with and there's people that you don't. And respectfully, I think it's very important for you both to acknowledge that and move on. And that's in a professional relationship as well, whether it's clients that I've worked with or not. It's not going to benefit either of us if we're, you know, butting heads or if we're not communicating in the way that's beneficial for both of us. Mm. You find your vibe and you find those people that like, I've said this before and I'll say it again. When I jump on those coaching calls, I literally feel like I've just sculled a whole bottle of coffee. Like I am so pumped. I remember like my first few, I ran back, like I was just like on an absolute high. And I remember running back into the room and my partner was there and I was like, oh, blah, 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 and I was just like rattling off. And he was like, he, he looked at me and he was like, Tash, you've got it back. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I haven't seen you like this in ages. He's like, you've got that buzz back. He's like, he was so happy for me. And he's like, every single time you re- you leave those calls, you've got that buzz back. You're so happy. And now being in this for, I don't know, a few months now, I don't know who's counting, but I haven't lost that because I've picked really beautiful people and I want them to succeed so badly. Mm-hmm. And I want that when their success is my success, you get so pumped. Like you are just the happiest person alive. And that's because you protect your space yeah. where possible. There's some situations that you can't absolutely because money's money and there's some things that you have to, some jobs you have to take on and I completely respect that. Mm-hmm. But when they are ones that are very facing, like client facing, we're having to spend, you know, an hour or two hours at a time with somebody, the same way you work with this, when you're a manager and you see a toxic employee and you feel like there's probably a time that you need to cut that, I'd strongly suggest doing the same thing for service-based businesses as well. Yeah. And then on the flip side of it too, it, it's when you're a person looking for mentorship or looking for coaching, you want to make sure you have that level of connection with them. And, yeah. and you know what? Some, yes. Different doesn't necessarily mean bad. Like the, the lady no. that I, I work with at the moment is, as a mentor for me is an incredible woman and is just really smart, really on the ball. We are, we couldn't be more different though. She's cool, calm, collected. I'm erratic. You're cool. I, I am, I'm, You're cool. Cool. I'm cool. Thank you. I'm cool. <laughs> but no, she is like all the things that I am not, she is. Like she's the person that would be like center herself and just like would probably go for like a 5K run in the morning and I'm like but erratic, on. doing my mascara in the car, coffee at the same time, phone call. Like it's just like we're very yeah. – We balance it. each other out. But exactly. And I feel like – there is a lot that I'd love to emulate in terms of the way that she holds herself, but also the way that she conducts herself as a, as a woman in, in leadership. Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot that I can learn from that space because I don't always want to be, you know, a hot mess. I, I want to be a hot, hot mess. I want to be a hot mess. There's nothing wrong with being a hot mess from here and there. Chaos is always going to be a part of our lives, yeah, I feel. True. But you know but what? I'm trying to temper that a little bit. But no, the, I, I get what you're saying. And yeah. I, think, I think having that person to – what you said then about being a woman in business, I think there's a lot of times and we've spoken about this imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. We've spoken about imposter syndrome and how it's something that we all deal with and it's something that, you know, we're, we're, we try and find different ways to get over it. And I think having that mentor, having that coach, having that person on your team that is experienced mm-hmm. and who has done it because, yes, your your friends, your family, your workmates, they're hopefully going to be your biggest hype people and they should be. They should be your biggest hype people. Yeah. But sometimes... I don't know, you can get in your own head and spiral and be like, oh, they're just saying that because of my mate or whatever. But when you've got that coach that you're literally speaking to for for professional growth, like that mm-hmm. is the one reason that you're speaking to them about, that's when that imposter syndrome can kind of just dissipate and go into the air yeah. because you've got that person to be like, hey, this is how I feel. And they're like, no, you're yeah. completely fine. <laughs> like it's, it's everything actually, is okay. That's such a good point of what you're saying there. And I think like that's definitely been my experience. Like when talking about like Kat specifically, yeah. who you mentioned earlier in the episode, I had a year and a, and a bit with her. 
and I the difference from day one to the final day Absolutely. final session I had with her and I actually had felt at that point I'm like I'm ready to to find a different um, coach because you do. And I think that's you something that- You should outgrow some. Absolutely. Like, yeah. That's what I said. Like you look ahead five years or whatever it is, a year, whatever whatever your journey is. But yeah, if you outgrow your coach, that's not on the coach. That's not on you. That's awesome. That's a, yeah, that's, that's a, amazing. That's a positive result for both people. And Absolutely. unless there's a very specific type of work that you're doing with them that you feel like you need an ongoing level of support. Yeah. I felt like at the end of it, I, I'd learned so much in terms of, developing how I, I process things developing like how I lead and how I run mm. my own my own stuff so mm-hmm. then I can then execute and delegate out to a team that was a big part of the reason why I wanted to, to work with her and I, I really felt like at the end of it I got a lot out of it um, and I was a different and changed person for the better mm. when we came to the conclusion of our coaching sessions and I think that that's the thing like people a lot of the time talk about it in a very like fluffy way with like coaching and mentorship like it's great but people don't actually say why and I think that the fact that you get that level of improved performance yes absolutely but it's also I guess that level of resilience that you learn in yourself Mm -hmm. and that that sounding board that backing that you get independently from your own network to touch on what you said before even networks like expanding your networks through your coaches like if you know people putting themselves out there if they've already got access to a different network than you that's a huge advantage as is like that's a 100%. whole network that they can then speak to and especially if you're, you've got a product or a service that their network can use it just I never really understood the benefits of networking until I got really into it and started meeting beautiful people and started we actually had a networking event today yeah. um that was really really good and I think like you know w- when you go to these events and you see you're part of them and you meet these beautiful people you're kind of like okay that's why you do it it's not just for your own self-benefit it's mm-hmm. learning from people who are in different spaces and know different things to you yeah, it's just it's you're diversifying the opportunities and the relationships that you can have like you're literally broadening your horizons when you look to have the right kind of coach or mentor especially in your specific space yeah definitely so okay cool so coaches mentors they're all good um how do you find them what do we do like i know <laughs> we spoke about it before and i was like Look, one of the biggest pieces of advice I'd say is, yeah, go on LinkedIn, have a look at um, people's journeys and mm. see if there's any that reflect kind of what you where, where you want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's really, really, really important. I think asking for recommendations, this is, this is a bit of a referral type business, I'd say, where yeah. you, it's good to know the person or know someone who has worked with the person purely because if, you know, you can sell, unfortunately, some coaches are really good salespeople, but not necessarily good coaches. Mm-hmm. And that's something that you can kind of find out f- through referrals. Yeah, that's actually, that's a really great point. I think being able to ask for that recommendation, there's nothing better than having it a, a, like personally validated by someone that you know. And I think that some people may not even realize that they could be a fantastic mentor or coach. Oh, absolutely. Unless they, they were tapped on the shoulder to do it. And I, I think I've spoken about this in an earlier episode, but one time I was asked to give advice and I had never felt like so special at that moment, but I would never have put myself out there or up mm. there to be the person like, yeah, come to me for X, Y, Z marketing advice. But I think sometimes when you look to your network for those recommendations of, do you have anyone, do you know anyone that you want to get from X to Y in terms of your career? I think that's a great like, resource that you, a lot of people don't pull from. And if you're looking to become a coach or a mentor, back yourself because you don't know what you don't know. And I think that's really important. Like, I I don't know. It wasn't until I sat down with a few people and started having my discovery calls that I was just like, whoa, this is awesome. Like, 
because you, you don't realize what you do every day when you've been in a in a role for so long regardless of your role you don't need to be this you know entrepreneur who's done all this random stuff like you can just know what you know and mm-hmm. be able to sell that and I think that's really important as well I think you know what you said before like who's going to ask me oh my god access to your brain for an hour a month for a marketing manager in e-commerce would be incredible pen and that's what you know, and, and even like regardless of whether it's marketing or whether it's operations, like think about the hacks that you can get from how much mm. our team has learned over the past how many years, even just over the pandemic of us having to work really hard, really fast with 500 things thrown at us. That is knowledge. We've had to learn how to do things efficiently and faster. And I'm sure if you're listening here right now, there are stuff that you don't realize you know that people would love to have access to. Yeah, that's a that's such a good point. I actually um I spoke about this with my auntie last night. She's a teacher and and I was explaining like, I guess, the fact that we were talking about this coaching episode and what we were, were wanting to do. And what she said to me, and this is really good life advice for those looking to become a mentor or a coach is that you kind of just have to be one step ahead because yeah. that's people are just putting one foot in front of the other trying to yeah. learn on how to get to their destination faster and i think that a lot of the a lot of the i guess the reason why people may not go into this field is is around a confidence piece or a level of imposter syndrome or thinking well everyone knows that surely but mm, you'll be, be surprised you'd surprised. be so surprised and it's not a bad thing like i've spoken to some people where like They'll be like, oh, I should have known that. Or I'm like, no, you shouldn't have. Like you, you're, in your, you're in your lane, mate. Like you're doing your stuff. You're doing everything every day. Like you don't need to know this mm-hmm. stuff. You need to just know the little bits and pieces. And if I'm here to just prompt random things, never feel dumb. It's just part of the journey. Yeah, that's exactly right. So I think we know that we want to go. You can go to your network. Obviously, you can reach out on, on like something like LinkedIn or you know wherever professional network that you know someone with. But another great idea and touching on the event that we went to today was the joining like those professional associations or going to those networking events where you can meet people face to face and kind of vet them, feel them out. And if you feel like there is a a level of connection there, that's a great sort of springboard to be able to have that Mm. talking point and then go, hey, is this something that you would be interested in? I I know that for me, my, the coach I have now, that's how it worked. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Well, Thank you so much for listening. We are in your ears again next Wednesday. We wish you the most beautiful week ahead. If you have any questions about coaching, obviously um, I have just started my business. So yes, hit her um, up. She's amazing. Hit, I can hit me vouch. up. I'm happy to chat, um, and especially if you are looking to be a coach or a mentor. That is something, I, you know, the reason I got into it is to be helpful and help people so (laughs) if you have any questions just let us know thank you so much for listening please rate and subscribe and we shall see you next week bye bye